Blog Talk Radio. Hello and hello. Welcome to another edition of A Different Identity. The show is being brought to you by our good friends and media partners at May We Help You Radio. My name is Lawrence Jackson, and I'm usually joined by my controversial counterpart. We call her author Pamela Mintz, but unfortunately, she is off again tonight. I think she's on vacation. So, you know, if you have the opportunity, won't you go ahead and send some good thoughts her way? Listen, folks, each week we share insight, we share perspective, but most of all, We share our experiences, and we do it because we want to show you the value of doing things differently. We believe that when you know better, you will do better, and better is exactly what we want you to be. Better in what you see, better in what you believe, and your better starts today. So once again, it's time to talk about it on this edition of A Different Identity. I kind of took that moment of silence there for Pam, and she usually comes on at that point, and she uh, lets everybody know, and I'll just kind of do it in her stead tonight, um, that we have a very active um, Facebook group page. It's called A Different Identity Talk Radio Show. Um, We have probably a little more than 2,000 members who are very, very active, opinionated, um, and they love posting stuff and keeping the conversation, the relationship conversation going. So if you are not a member, I surely would encourage you uh, to go to Facebook and look up a different identity talk radio show, and you can send us a member request today. Um, we'll get that um, that uh that that approved and get you active on the page. Also, for those who um, have show ideas, who have topics um, that you want us to talk about on this show, um, please feel free. If you can't send it to Pam or I on Facebook, you can certainly email us. Um, our email address is a different identity at gmail.com. Again, a different identity at gmail.com. We wait uh, to hear from you. Again, um, if you have, you know, show feedback, if you have topics that you would like us to discuss, if you have something that you want us to pose or post to the group page, uh, we can certainly do that. We want to hear from you. So make sure uh, you reach out again if you are not connected to Pam or I on uh, social media, any of the social media platforms, uh, please make sure you send us an email. Again, uh, that email address is a different identity at gmail.com. So, folks, I, I want to jump in. I want to kind of get started, and I'm not sure um, if uh, we will be able to, and it is my goal to try and get everything in um, regarding tonight's conversation. And, again, we, we've been talking about – uh, a lot of different things as it relates to relationships. And last week, uh, we, we talked about principles. We talked about practices um, just so that you can, you know, as, as I kind of indicated or alluded to last week, to take a step back, to check in. Um, and, you know, I'd certainly recommend that you do that, to check in with your partner, check in with your loved one, see how they're doing. Don't, don't take it for granted uh, that they're okay. Find out. Um, If there are things that they want to talk about, find out if there are things that are bothering them or troubling them or just some things that they need to get off their chest. Um, Again, as one of the closest people to them, uh, when you're in a relationship with someone, it's it's always good to just do that. Not just saying how you doing or how was your day, but checking in to find out 
where they are. And so, you know, as we as we talked about last week, uh, principles and practices, um, I wanted to take it a step further this week and, and kind of start the conversation on um, effective communication and, 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 you know, why do I say that? Uh, I think that a lot of times, and, you know, I watch a lot of television, I watch, uh, I do a lot of reading, I do a lot of research as it relates to really trying to get a gauge, really trying to get a pulse on things that are going on in relationships. And and tonight's topic, while it um, is um, more towards romantic relationships, um I don't want to limit it to that. And what do I mean? Um, I mean that relationships by definition, right, when we start looking at um, it's an exchange. It's, it's an exchange of. Um, it's an exchange of messages. It's an exchange of ideas. It, it really, in my opinion, communication is all about like a social contact. Right, and and it's a means of of sending and receiving information. So my my first question to you uh, tonight, something to ponder, something to uh, take in, something to uh, hopefully let resonate with you, is you know, are you a good or bad communicator? And and you know, I, I, I pause there parenthetically uh, just to kind of let that sink in. Um, and, and the reason why I say that, my follow-up question to that would be, what is the measure that makes you either a good communicator or bad communicator? And, it, and again, this conversation is not uh, a pointing of fingers. It's not. It's it's a it's awareness. This is a conversation for awareness purposes. Um, you know, as we say all the time, when you know better, you do better. So we um, on on a different identity. We don't take for granted that just because people are a certain age, right? We we understand that our target market um, is for those who are thirty five and over, and we we don't take for granted that they know. We don't take for granted that you know how to be a good communicator or that you are a great communicator. So one of the purposes of, of this particular platform is to arm people with information, right? And so, you know, I understand, we understand that your attention, right, is goes towards your intention. So those things that you pay attention to, those things um, that you are watching, those things that um, affect you also affect your intention. And, you know, kind of before I get into uh, the 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 the, the uh, effective communication means, I, I happen to watch um, – Iyana Van Zandt, she, she has a show called Fix My Life uh, for those who have had the opportunity to see it. And there were two particular episodes um, that I like to reference in tonight's conversation. Um, and, and the first one uh, was in reference to a, a, a group of sisters, right? And these particular sisters um, had what we call an elephant in the room. And, and when they started talking uh, to, they they came to Iyanla for help. Um, they said, "Hey, we want to uh, mend the relationship between us. We want to make sure that we are uh, communicating better with each other. We want to make sure not only that we're communicating better, but we want to be able to understand each other better." There have some things, or there were some things that had happened that kind of split uh, this family apart. Right, and I'm just using uh, this as a back as a backdrop to kind of start tonight's conversation. And so these ladies, they come to Ayala. Um, it's a, it's it's three young ladies and the mom, right? And so the uh, the conversation begins about um, who knows what. And they kind of went through the dialogue. They kind of went through telling Iyala all of the different things that happened between them and where the relationships were now. And all of the issues seem to stem from 
a lack of communication, uh, poor communication, poor understanding. So let's 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 dig a little bit deeper. So there was something that had happened with the brother in in this particular scenario with the younger sister. Um, and it was some some sort of abuse, or um, uh, it, it was definitely some a form of abuse, <clears throat> where he took advantage of her, and his conversation to her was "Don't tell." So communication faux pas number one is about not telling, not saying. The second part of the communication is if you do say something, no one's going to believe you. And that's the real uh, purpose, the real reason why I wanted to have this particular uh, fundamental conversation about uh, effective communication. And the third part of the whole scenario, not to, not to take up too much time um, with it, but it was very intriguing, very interesting to me that all of these things were happening around people. There was an inter, there was conversation, there was interpretation, and there was understanding. But what it seemed like in this particular scenario is that some people knew, people didn't, and some people knew but took it out on the other person. I hope I said that right. Again, when we start talking about um, communication, communication is, 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 is different. And there's so much news, there's so much information, but all of these means are ways that we get information or that affect our communication. So communication, we understand, I hope you understand that communication has the power to tear things apart or it has the power to bring things and people together. And again, when we start talking about relationships, we look at it from uh, the start. The inception of it is it generally starts with some sort of communication whether it's, hey, how you doing, uh, asking a question, um, if it's an online communication, reaching out to the person and trying to establish uh, something with that particular person that lets them know that you're interested. Even with um, the, the things that you might say, and again, I said it earlier, and I'll repeat it again just for the context of the conversation, we're not just talking about attention, but we're talking about intention. And so the things that you are paying attention to, the things that are brought to your attention now have some sort of intent, right? So if someone uh, tells you um, that they've been hurt or that they've been through situations and circumstances, your intention at that point, or we hope, is to let them know that you're not that type of guy, you're not that type of lady, um, and, and so on and so forth. And so these particular ladies had all of these things that they had built up in their thought process, um, in some of their actions. No one said anything to the other person. And the thing that I appreciated most about uh, what Iyana did in this particular episode as what she did is she put everybody on the same side of the table. Why did I think that that was so important was because there is a different perspective when we're all together. It's not like it's you opposing me or you against me or you not with me, if we're all on the same side of the table, as, as, many of, as many of you as I'm sure has been through an interview process, whether or not you are sitting on the other side of the table with one person or multiple persons, there is something there. And, and, is your, and you're paying attention, right, with the intention. Keep saying that because I, I think that it's going to be very important towards tonight's conversation. You are paying attention to the person who is interviewing you with the intent that you want to be able to answer their questions, you want to be able to say something, 
or do something that's going to get you in a better position. And the same thing goes for relationships. In the beginning, you are talking to this person. You are paying attention, but your intent is to get to know them better, to find out things about them that would help you to move uh, to the next level. And so why is that important? Because you're trying to gain influence, right? We communicate every day. Our communication is put to the test every single day through interactions. And, and, and here's the thing is how, and, and I asked the question earlier, how do you measure it? How do you measure whether or not you are a good or a bad communicator? It's the way that you interact. It's the way um, that people respond to you. It's a way um, that you get uh good feedback, or if you ask a great question, you'll get a great response. If you say something that is interesting to someone, they will let you know that. So that's how one part or one point um, that you would understand that you are an effective communicator. So I, I want to jump in because I definitely don't want to – I want to get through this conversation without taking up a lot of time. So the first, um, what we call um, law of effective communication is the law of trust and distrust, right? And so, again, your attention and your intention. You want to give someone the intent that they can trust you. And all of that's going to take place, first and foremost, in your communication, right? So, again, our first law is trust versus distrust. When a person, and I'm sure you've heard it a lot of times, anyone who has had um, any, any, any forms of relationships, the, the wall gets taken down, uh, the way is made easier um, when you can trust someone, when someone is easy to talk to, when you don't hear anything that you share with a person, you know, all over town, all over social media, there's a way that you can build trust with the person. And And here's the thing, and I think a lot of you know this, is that trust is easy to get, but once it's broken, it's it's hard. It's very, very hard to reestablish. Okay, so the the next point or the next law of effective communication that I want to share uh, in tonight's conversation is the law of collaboration or monologue. So what does that mean? Collaboration is a coming together. Again, the intention with the attention, right? And so when it's a monologue, it's really just only one person talking. And while we understand that there is a time or a space when one person just needs to share, most of the time, effective communication is going to be a collaboration, right? And so you want to make sure that what I'm saying to you is is being taken in. What I'm saying to you is being understood. What I'm saying to you is not coming across um, as a dictatorship. But I really want you, I think that the thing that we're talking about, the thing that we're trying to overcome, the thing that we're trying to accomplish in this is that we need to do it together. Right? Okay, and so again, if you want to join tonight's conversation, I'll, I'll give my appeal. Um, the number here is six four six six five two two five one two. You can just press the number one. Let my engineer know that you are on the line and you want to join tonight's conversation. Again, we're talking about the laws of effective communication, and you know the caveat to it was, what more can I say? And I thought that that was very interesting for those who who are uh, hip hop fans. You know, you you we 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 I ponied that with uh, the Jay Z as he was heading out for retirement. Um, he said, "What more can I say? That there are there are things that I've accomplished. There were things that I was able to do, and now I don't look at it the same way anymore. So, what more can I say?" But in terms of tonight's conversation. 
what more can you say really leans to, it leads to how the relationship gets better. It leads to the things that we talked about, the law of trust, the law of distrust. What more can I say to earn your trust? What more can I say for you to understand that I'm trying to collaborate with you? I'm not just having a monologue or some sort of dictatorship. Which brings me, which brings me to my next point. Um, the the third law of effective communication is simplicity versus complexity. Right? Um, there are. There are ways, there are processes involved with communication to just make it simple. And so I used to work for an organization, and we we had this thing. um, It was an internal cultural thing, and it was called a carefrontation. And basically the, the breakdown of a carefrontation was if somebody did something to you or around you that you did not like, you had the opportunity to go to this person, tell them exactly how it made you feel, tell them exactly what you saw, how it made you feel, and the other person, it was then that person's responsibility. Now, listen to this. Get right with you. And I, and I think that that's a lot, but I, I think that if that was something that you can um, and would um Institute within yourself, create a culture, create the type of relationship um, where you can share that type of information with someone and they be able to receive it. And I will tell you from my own personal experiences uh, with that, it makes communication a lot better because it doesn't matter what takes place. And so, you know, you, you hope that it doesn't get to um, uh, a level where you're hollering and screaming and, and almost ready to go to blows with somebody. But if it did get to that particular level, you cannot leave until it's resolved. So after all of the, the hollering and screaming and all of the disagreement, at the end of the conversation, there has to be a mutual agreement before any person can leave. How effective is that? And while I say it is probably a little difficult um, to institute, it's something that I believe you should give consideration to. I think a lot of times, even in relationships, we start off really, really good because we're basically in listening mode. As a as a guy, um, as a lady, uh, you are in listening mode. You are listening to this person. You are listening to their story. You are listening to their interests. You are listening to uh, the things that affect their world as you uh, come into it. And so even as we're talking about um, effective communication skills, again, you give more when you feel like the person is trusted. You give more when you feel like you are collaborating with that person. You give more when um, the communication is very simple and not complex. And that was the reason why I brought about the carefrontation piece is the whole carefrontation is I am confronting you, but I'm doing it because I care. I want you to know that whatever you said or whatever you did affected me in a certain way. But before I judge you, hear this part. Before I judge you, before I go and tell someone else, before things go out of control, I'm coming to you. Excuse me. I'm coming to you and I'm saying to you, this is my interpretation during whatever exchange that you had, whatever I heard, I heard something that made me feel uncomfortable. And so now, instead of going to someone else and telling them you're a bad person because I heard you hollering and screaming at someone or talking down to someone or treating someone less than, I now come to you to help me understand why this thing took place. How powerful is that? And again, you can't leave and I can't leave 
until we've reached some sort of resolution. And I, you know, I've mentioned it on this show before. Um, I, I have this thing that I've instituted in my own personal life, and it's called an honest moment. And it, it almost goes with the confrontation piece. Um, I just rebranded it, calling it an honest moment. And the reason why I call it an honest moment is because I want you to know in this that whatever you have to say is in a safe space, right? Whatever you tell me in an honest moment, I cannot use it against you. So there are rules, there are boundaries um, that you try to establish to, again, help with effective communication. That's going to build trust. That's going to build collaboration. And and also, hopefully, it will build um, simplicity and not complex. People, in, in, in my experiences and the things that I've read, the, the people that I've had the opportunity uh, to speak with and deal with, no one wants to deal with somebody who's complex. Right? They, if it's, and you hear people say stuff like it's too much. But again, if you don't understand what too much is, how do you know you're being too much? You hear terms like extra, terms like playing games. Well, what does that mean? A lot of times, and, and again, this is just one to grow on, you have these things in your mind that you understand, right? But don't take for granted that the other person understands what that means to you. And that's why, you know, I, I keep doing this thing of intention, attention. If these things are important to you, these are things that you have given intention, attention to, you have to let the person, you have a responsibility to let the other person know what that means to you. Okay, so again, just an, another quick appeal. If you if you have a question, if you have a comment, you want to join tonight's conversation, give me a call, 646-652-2512. Just press the number one, let my engineer know that you are on the line and you want to join tonight's conversation. All right, so I'm going to take a commercial break, um, and then I'm going to come back and we will get into this just a tad bit more. So one of tonight's sponsors is Audible.com. They are a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. You can listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. You can also get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at www. Dot audibletrial.com. Just make sure you use the backslash of M-W-H-Y-L-L-C. I'm going to go to a quick commercial, and we'll be back after this. The shops at the Renaissance are a grouping of offices tailored specifically to wedding vendors located in the historic Arts District of downtown Richmond. If you are looking for a true one-stop shop for your ceremony and reception location, then you will find all of our pro photographers, planners, florists, hair and makeup artists, lighting, invitation, DJ and entertainment services, and wine connoisseurs all in the same place. Let us help you plan the event of your dreams. The shops at the Renaissance, where the best in event planning call their home. In a fast-paced world, getting your message heard everywhere can still be a challenge if you're not connecting to your target audience. Allow MWHY Radio to assist you in getting your message heard on social media, video, digital magazines, on apps, and on our broadcast network. MWHY Radio's broadcast listeners tune in online through 10 terrestrial stations on iHeartRadio and during live events. Visit our Fiverr page for special offers throughout the summer to assist you in jumpstarting your advertising needs. That's www.fiverr.com forward slash M-W-H-Y radio. F-I-V-E-R-R dot com forward slash M-W-H-Y radio. If you were designing the perfect dating site, what would you include? A private voice or video chat room? A private photo gallery and profile area? How about matches based on similar interests? And to keep it special, you could add profile blocking, no third-party intervention, spam protection, and even monthly drawings for great prizes and more. 
That's exactly what you'll find at milesapart.dating. Visit milesapart.dating today and get a free one-year membership while they last. That's milesapart.dating. Welcome back to a different identity up close and personal with Lawrence and uh, the absent Pam who is on vacation. So, again, if you get the opportunity, send her some good thoughts. If you're friends with her on social media, go ahead and uh, just let her know that you're thinking about it and let her know that we definitely miss her being on uh, tonight's show. She kind of made a little surprise visit to me last week, so I'm kind of sitting in anticipation whether or not she's going to do that again tonight. So let's 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 keep moving here. So again, for those who are on the show tonight, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're talking about the nine uh, laws of effective communication, um, and and you know I kind of put the caveat in of what more can I say? And so even with that, um, I think that there's more that we can say. I think that there's more that we can do to improve uh, this thing called communication. Uh, again, for those who just joined, we, we've already discussed the law of trust versus distrust. We've talked about the law of collaboration versus monologue. We talked about the law of simplicity versus complexity. And now we're going to get into the law of tact versus insensitivity. This one is a big one. Why do I say it's a big one? Had a conversation with a lady today, and, you know, I was just kind of sharing with her. A lot of times people ask me what I'm going to be talking about on the show. So I happened to mention to her, you know, that, you know, I saw this episode of uh, Iyana Fix My Life, and, you know, and she kind of made a little face. I said, why did you make that face? And she says, well, I, I think that um, Iyala is very effective, but sometimes she just says stuff. That could be a little harsh. That could be a little out of pocket. And I said, okay, I can see that. And so that, as we're talking about law, we're talking about the law of tact versus insensitivity, right? Tact means, in my opinion, how you say it. And I pause there just to let that sink in. When you're having a communication with with your loved one, with your spouse, whatever, how do you say things? Is it said in love? Or is it said in emotion? I have this little thing that I play with. Uh, sometimes if, if people are getting on my nerves, I'll, you know, I'll say, man, I can't stand her. And they'll kind of look around and they have no clue. You know, some people know who I've done it to before. And it's it's my way of saying tactfully, <laughs> or maybe sometimes being insensitive, what are you talking about? What are you saying? And so the the law of tact versus being insensitive is sometimes, and Pam, she she says it all the time, she's at a point or a place in her life where she has to take a step back before she says something because it might come out in an emotional way. And let's, let's just, you know, let's just clear the elephant in the room. We're all guilty of it. I'm not going to say, even though, you know, I, I'm on this platform of communications, uh, I'm on this, this uh, platform about relationships, that I do everything 100% right. It's, it's a learning process. It's something that we try to get better at every single day. Um, that's why I do so much research. That's why I do so much reading. That's why I do so much talking to people, because I'm sure that there's areas where I can improve. But I felt like even in tonight's conversation, the communication piece always seems to come up. And you hear things like, he don't know how to talk to people. She don't know how to talk to people. 
She just says whatever she wants. She just says something regardless. And, you know, people have a response to that. But here's, here's again, what do you get out of that? not being tactful, if you're saying something in an insensitive way to someone, what is the expectation of what you get out of that? And again, that pause is just to, just to help that to sink in a little bit. I think in terms of communication, we have to be tactful. Because, again, you have invited a person into your space. You have invited a person into your domain. And now the way that you do things, the way that you say things, the way that you handle things is going to be important because, again, you, you're trying to build a level of trust. You're trying to build something with this person, and you don't want them to ever think that they can't trust what you say, that it's going to be, oh, Lord, here he go, here she go lecturing me about this, or it's so complex, it's so whatever, Right? So, again, the law of being tactful versus being insensitive, right? So let's, let's talk about the next one. And the next one is uh, the law of potential versus achievement. Potential, in my opinion, is you see something, you recognize something in someone that gives them an advantage with you. Right? Um, For someone um, of a certain age, you would expect that they understand how communication is supposed to go. But we just can't take that this. They have a style of communication. You have a style of communication. The, The intent is that I put my attention into listening to what you say, how you say it, and now trying to find a place where I mix or where I fit. That helps to establish the relationship a little bit more. And so potential versus achievement, in in my opinion, is what are we trying to get to? If you tell me I'm stupid, what does that speak to? Tell me I'm dumb. You're so dumb. Boy, bye. Girl, bye. What does that mean as far as communication is concerned? And, and those are things that we we culturally have adapted, we socially have adapted, but what does it mean to the other person? Does it mean you don't want to listen? So then if they stop calling, then then what? You said boy, bye. You said girl, bye. Now we're offended if the response that we get to this thing that we've put out in the universe, in the atmosphere, doesn't bring us the return that we would like. And I think using um, using popular social terms and all of that, I guess it's good in its place. It's good if the person understands you. But if they don't understand you, they don't understand your your means or method or style of communication, you run the risk of potentially hurting someone's feelings or making them feel a certain way where now they don't want to communicate. And that leads right to the next one. The, the, The next law is the law of distinction versus dilution. Wow, what does that mean, Lawrence? Distinction, that means, in my opinion, I didn't go and define everyone. I just wanted to kind of give my perspective on them. Hopefully um, you do. But distinction means that the thing that we're talking about is the thing that we're talking about. Dilution means if I'm coming to you saying why you didn't call me back, the response that I don't want to hear is, well, you didn't call me back the other day. Because that's not the thing that we're talking about. We're talking about why you didn't call me back today. But if you're holding on to why you didn't, well, you ain't call me back the other day, what does that mean? Are you trying to 
get away from the from being responsible or accountable to a person because you didn't do something you were supposed to do? Tam has this, this popular term that says, start out how you can hold out. And so now, if you were always taking my calls, if you were always returning my text messages or messages, and now that you stop, what should I think? That means if, if you are telling me that I hurt your feelings, please tell me how I hurt your feelings so that I'll have a better understanding of what happened. And so now I cannot do that thing anymore. Why? Because I feel like in that particular moment, if you're telling me that I did something to hurt your feelings and I care enough about you, I don't want to do that thing. But if you get mad and don't talk to me, now I I will never be able to understand what I did to you and not do it again. Sometimes I think we do things playfully. We we do things just because, and not, not not just because, maybe that's a bad way to say it. I think we do things that we've been used to doing, but not understanding that people's temperaments are different, people's personalities are different, the way people receive information is different. And that's why I talked about it, communication as being a lifestyle. Every single thing that you do is a form of communication. Right? We talked about it in the beginning of the show. It's an exchange. It's a message. It's an idea. It's a social contact. It's a means of sending and receiving information. And so, again, as we checked in last week of your principles and your practices, I'm pausing here to give you a moment to look at your communication, your style of communication. When you present something to your significant other, is it distinct or is it diluted? In a form of being diluted, well, you know, I really wanted to tell you something, but I don't really know how to tell you because I don't, I don't really know how you're going to feel about it, and, you know, you're probably going to get mad, and I don't want you to get mad, so I'm probably not going to say Just say it. Iyanla says, and, and, and I tease my wife about it all the time, calling a thing a thing. Call it. At some point, you have to be or develop a level of, of, of <laughs> you have to develop a level of communication or understanding. If something is bothering you, just let me know that it bothers you so I can fix it. So let's 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 move on to the next one. The next one is about <laughs> I think it, it kind of still goes with distinction and dilution, but it's really talking about um being general. And and I think I just kind of gave a demonstration of what a general communication style is. Like I don't really talk about specific things. I kind of just talk around it. I really just want to let you know, like just say it. For someone, um, again, who is over the age of 35, hopefully you have had employment, you have uh, kids or parents or family that you've had the opportunity to speak with, that you understand their communication style, that you understand your communication style first and foremost. Right. One one of the one of the things that um, even even with my wife, she told me in the very very beginning, hey, I can be bossy. So now I know. So when she has a bossy moment, I can say, hey 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 hey, being a little bossy right there. And sometimes she doesn't catch it. But if I say to her, hey, hey you being bossy, what's going on with you? And she'll catch, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, whatever, and it, it kind of goes from there. And, and that's why I say that it's important to let a person know about your personality, to let them know about your communication style. And, and I think when you do that, it makes things effective because now I know if you do a certain thing, I know now what to look for. Knowledge, we, we, we say it all the time that knowledge is power, but knowledge is only power when we apply it. 
right? So when we understand something about a person and and we hear it, now we can say, oh, you know, that's just her. That's just him. And, and it doesn't have to go um, – any further than that. It doesn't have to be taken the wrong way or somebody think you're being insensitive to their wants or their needs or anything of that particular nature, but they understand you. So it's really important, and and, and I'm, I'm saying all of this to say something big towards the end of the show. Maybe it's not big, whatever, um, but I really want us to understand because a lot of times when I talk to people in reference to their relationship it kind of always has something to do with communication. He doesn't, she doesn't, he doesn't understand, she doesn't understand, she hasn't taken the time, he hasn't taken the time. It's time to take time. And the reason why I say all of that, kind of referencing um, the the Yala show, um, Fix My Life, was because these ladies go from being 12 and 13 years old to now being in their 20s, and they've missed so much. They've missed so much of each other because nobody took the time to bring everybody together to say, this is what happened. Right and and even and and you know in in the show Yana talked about she said you can talk about someone without I want to make sure that I say it the right way but she was basically saying like you can you you have the right to talk about someone without damaging them to a degree you know those are not the exact words but. It's time to talk to some things. It's time to speak to some things. Let's get rid of these elephants in the room. Let's get rid of these personality deficiencies. Let's let's get back to the old-fashioned form of communication where then it said, you know, even even with Pam, if 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 she's in her, in a way, I know. Why? Because I've taken the time to give attention to those things as it pertains to her, and she knows certain things about me. She can just say, oh, that's Lawrence. And I can just say, oh, that's Pam. Why? Because we've, you know, we're cousins, but we've we've taken the time to be around each other, to understand communication styles, to understand personalities, to understand when she's out there. And, again, as we talked about it on last week, the principles and practices and, and, and perspectives, like you got to know your mate. In today's climate, you got to know. You got to know what makes them tick. You got to know what makes them laugh. You got to know what makes them cry. You got to know what makes them become introverts and extroverts. And that's the assignment of tonight's conversation is what more can I say? You got to know. got to know that you've you've taken the time, the energy, and the effort to put into making sure that when you say something, it's the thing. And you can talk about the thing. And you can talk through the thing. And you can talk and resolve the thing. And again, it's not something that we're going to perfect overnight. It's not something that you're going to perfect with every conversation, but we at least got to try. Right, because then we started getting into things like emotion and logic, and you know, the 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 there's an old adage that says, you know, women are very emotional, but men are more logic. If you say something to a man, um, he's gonna take some time to think about it. If you say something to a woman, it's gonna be a thing where she's probably gonna be emotional first. So again, what? What do you want your communication style to be? And again, does does your partner, does your mate, do they understand what is you? Do they understand if you're just playing versus not playing? Do they understand when you're serious and not serious? And then some of the things that we talked about last week is, is like, you know, the, you, the the sympathetic you, the nervous you, the the complex you, the giving you, the the, the it's it's all about self awareness. 
Okay? So again, if you have any questions, you have any comments, if you want to add something to tonight's conversation, 646-652-2512. Just press the number one, let my engineer know that you're on the line and you want to join tonight's conversation. So this Saturday, September the 1st, join Spread the Purple for their fourth annual 5K Run for Warmth event. Let me say that again. Join Spread the Purple for their fourth annual 5K Run for Warmth event. It's going to be held in Brookdale Park in Montclair, New Jersey. Um, It's going to be from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. You can register to run or walk or enjoy Zumba. They're going to have a Zumba warm-up. They're going to have a pre- and post-massage, basically free on the house, Um, and they're going to have some free gourmet food for participants. You'll be able to shop with some of the local vendors. They're going to have a DJ. I think it's DJ Morphous is going to be there. And listen, the proceeds of this particular event are going to go to assisting homeowners with heating and oil bills during the winter season, okay? So this is one of the things um, that is very important. So for those who are in the New Jersey area, um, preferably that Montclair, New Jersey area, you need to participate in this 5K run this weekend for Spread the Purple. You can register or donate at www.5krunforwarmth.com. Again, www.5krunforwarmth, and that's W-A-R-M-T-H.com. And if you um, you can bring a friend to this amazing event. Um, again, it's, it's 5krunforwarmth.com, and you can spread the purple today. I'm going to go to a quick commercial break, and I'll be right back after this. If you're the parent of a child with behavioral challenges that has been suspended, expelled, or just not able to make it in a traditional school setting, there is an alternative. Call the Metropolitan Day School today. Licensed and accredited grades K-12, through call 804-321-2595. Financial assistance and after-school programs are available. Let's turn this school year around right now at the Metropolitan Day School where Eagles soar. Call Ms. Thomas today, 804-321-2595. Looking for fun, fashionable jewelry? Go online to JB.com where you'll find everything you want from classy to trendy to boho chic all in one place. JB.com has everything a girl would want at prices you'll love. We add new items daily to keep it fresh and exciting. Go to J-A-E-B-E-E.com today and enter your email for 20% off your first order. That's J-A-E-B-E-E.com. Brought to you by on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on May We Help You Radio Network. So on the May We Help You Radio Network. MWHY Radio Network. May We Help You Radio. On the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Broadcast Network, the network that helps you. Folks, welcome back to A Different Identity, Up Close and Personal with Lawrence and Pam. Um, As many of you know, Pam is out. Um, Again, I say to you, if you have the opportunity to reach out to her on one of the social media platforms, please do so. Just send some good thoughts and some good uh, well wishes her way. 
um, as she has taken some time to uh, rest and recover. Um, again, we, we give her a special shout-out today to let her know we're thinking about her, and we certainly miss her on tonight's program. So, folks, um, again, we're, we're talking about effective communication. What more can I say? Um, uh, we, we've kind of walked through a bunch of different things tonight, trust versus distrust, collaboration, uh, simplicity, tact, uh, potential, distinction, emotion, um, all of these different things, which, which I hope that uh, you have got something out of tonight's conversation tonight. Uh, and I certainly appreciate each and every one of you uh, giving your time and attention. So in the last four minutes that I have, I, I, again, I mentioned uh, an episode um, of Iana Fix My Life um, where, we, where there was a family that had some communication issues, some things that kind of tore them apart, uh, some things that kept them from being who they were supposed to be uh, to each other, and that was one of the reasons why I wanted to have tonight's conversation, because I think that in this time where we should be coming together, in this time where I believe we should be collaborating and trusting each other, and not, yes, yes, romantically with your significant other, there should be trust and there should be collaboration and there should be simplicity. Um, but what about with your family? And I know this show is about relationships and it's mainly about uh, romantic relationships, but I, I really want to shift the focus in the, in the last half of this um, show tonight to really um, talk about um, calling a thing a thing. I guess it's like the best way uh, to really describe what I'm about to go into. And, you know, Pam and I did a show not too long ago. It's probably been um, a little bit about family secrets, right? And we talked about some things that really just kind of needs to be discussed. And, you know, the old school way of handling things was it, what happens in the family stays in the family. What happens in this house stays in this house. Um, what Whatever happens, you keep it close to you. I've heard all of these different things before. And so while we understand uh, the privacy pieces to all of the elements that I described, what it looks like, It's not helping. It's hindering, right? It's it's hindering um, when families or siblings are not speaking. There is no communication, and there are things that are happening, and there are things that are taking place that nobody is talking about. And I share just in these last few moments of this conversation to say you can't help something that you haven't heard about. You can't fix something that you haven't faced. It's just simply not going to happen. So we, we went through these parts of effective communication, all of these things that we talked about, which hopefully will resonate with you during your downtime, during the times of your family time, to find out what's going on with people. And I'm connecting uh, last week's conversation to this conversation. That perspectives, that principles, that practices, all of these things, we need to let people know. If if there was something that was done to hurt you that that has hindered your development, people need to know. Let's not take for granted there are and and, and hopefully I have my my mental health specialist out there um, on tonight's conversation. And 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 the reason why I say that I was listening to uh, I was listening to Tom Joyner this morning. And there was a young man on there. He was kind of talking about some things that are going on. And, and he said this, and he said, there are things that people talk about, but now it's time to do something about it. And we have to understand that everyone has a story. 
We have to understand that everyone has something that they have gone through, that they have dealt with, that they are currently dealing with. And not everything is easy to talk about, but we got to find a way to make people feel comfortable in sharing and make it a safe place. You become the safe place. You become the safe space where people can communicate and talk to you, and you help guide them through it. And let's just call a thing a thing. If you need help beyond your friends or your family, go and see a professional. It doesn't have anything to do with you being labeled as crazy. Only way you're going to be crazy if you don't say anything. Take the time to get your development back. Because some of us and not all of us, and please take this in the spirit of love, we are stuck in a place. We are stuck in a broken place. We are stuck in a sunken place where something happened to us and it did nothing but leave us there. We have gone on, we have aged, but we haven't developed. And so I hope if you got nothing out of tonight's conversation, which I hope you did, (laughs) we have to communicate better. We have to be able to tell people what's going on with us and what's going on in us and through us. We got to be there to support people. We got to be there. And if you can't be there, find somebody that they can go to, a mental health professional, right, that can help walk them through the necessary things that they need to get better. I have a good friend of mine who he said is one of the best things that he's ever done because it helped him identify some areas in his life that he didn't even realize were broken. He didn't even realize were hurt. He didn't even realize that was hindering him. And and I applaud his effort only because I've seen where he was to where he is now. So I say all of this, again, effective communication, understanding that all of these things are going to be given or earned or whatever, but it's so important. It's so, so important to cultivate your voice. What more can you say? The right thing. What more can you say? The thing that helps to build trust. What more can you say? The things that you can collaborate the things that are simplistic, the things that are tactful, the things that are distinct. What more can you say? You can be more logical, less emotional. You can offer your perspective, but still listen and understand that somebody else has one too. Communication doesn't have to be, it can be different, but not be difficult. Energy, it takes effort. But again, as I asked the question in the beginning of the show, and I'll ask it as I'm wrapping up, are you a good or a bad communicator? And what is the measure that you use that makes you either good or bad? Folks, I've gone over my time. i got to wrap up here. We're out of things. Um, out of time, but never out of things to talk about it. I appreciate each and every one of you who joins us each and every Thursday on A Different Identity, where we believe that when you know better, you do better. Have a great rest of the week, everyone. Good night.